0: It is a moment of intense holiness, a potent moment, full of extravagance, misunderstood by those who see things in black and white, who quickly measure one act against another, expensive perfume against the world's poor, right and wrong, without the subtle many-layered story that is the kingdom. The perfume pours over the saviour's feet that sets free the extravagance that the joy of resurrected life brings a thanksgiving for mary's brother lazarus that is heartfelt and alive and in such extravagance we turn to all our neighbors rich and poor with the joy of the kingdom Hello, I'm Roddy Hamilton, the Minister of Patrick Parish, and thank you for the invitation to join you today again. We're in Bethany, where Mary and Martha and Lazarus live. They're at a meal, a Thanksgiving meal, for the return of Lazarus. And Mary is moved by such thanksgiving to honour Jesus. But those in the wings, disciples like Judas, are confused and upset and angry at how this measures against the values of the kingdom. How do we respond? You and I. Loving God, may we meet you in the extravagance of the kingdom, the love that holds us, the grace that renews us, the forgiveness that calls us. These gifts... And in such a place, come alive again. In the midst of all that is in shadow, maybe find the light. In the place of hurt, find the healing. In the place of sorrow, be held by compassion. These gifts, and turn towards each other in forgiveness and renewal, and make life possible again for our neighbour. Share such generosity with eyes open to such in the world, places we share the cost of the kingdom and give thanks and receive joy, these gifts. And gather as your people, wherever we are, with the questions we have and the doubts we hold, and in our honesty, trust that which is greater than us, a love beyond our own, a hope deeper than we know, and live into these, these gifts. As we share the global prayer, our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. The setting for this story is important. Jesus is at a thanksgiving meal organised by Mary and Martha, a couple of his best friends regularly mentioned in the Bible. It is more than likely it is a meal to give thanks for Lazarus' return to life, which happened in the chapter before. So the mood is celebratory. It is thanksgiving for the return of Lazarus from the dead. Mary has some nard. Now, some scriptures interpret that she does this as preparation for his burial. But that is perhaps writing back into the story the outcome the writers already knew. For John, the Gospel we read today, it reads more that Mary has been compelled in thanksgiving to honour Jesus for bringing her brother back to life. The perfume actually celebrates life in contrast to and in defiance of death but you may hear it differently.
1: Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, the home of Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. There they gave a dinner for him. Martha served, and Lazarus was one of those at the table with him. Mary took a pound of costly perfume made of pure nard, anointed Jesus' feet, and wiped them with her hair. Leave her alone. She bought it so that she might keep it for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me.
0: That's costly nard. Did you have any idea what was happening? Was this some sign you understood? Or, like us, did it take you aback? Were you human enough? To be surprised by Mary's wastefulness? Did it go through your mind to wonder what others were thinking as they watched the perfume pour, the smell take over the room and the awkward embarrassment of this devotion of extravagance? This generous foot washing is not the only instance, is it? This is but the first, this giving, this serving, this generosity given to another. Did it give you ideas? Did Mary's action affect you, make you think? And in her natural response to you, in thanksgiving for her brother's return, for that is why you were there, was it not? You were invited to a meal at their house and Lazarus was there, the resurrection man, eating with you. And his sister, not for some event still to come, some anointing of a body, that surely is just a gospel writer's interpretation, but in thanksgiving for the return of her brother, she washed your feet with nard. And you saw then a sign of the kingdom, a heavenly act, in the action of serving another. For it is only a few days later you make that same sign, take up the same posture Mary took with you. But this time it was towards the disciples, foot washing before the supper, the upper room and the bowl and the towel and Peter arguing with you, did he not see what happened a few nights before in Lazarus's house and Mary and the nard and what was happening again, except it was him on the receiving end? Is this not the same thing? She washed your feet and you have taken that extravagant example and returned it, but towards the disciples'. You wash the disciples' feet and make that core statement that nothing else matters but this statement. Love one another as I have loved you. And in so saying, you ask the disciples to do, to return the same act, not back to you, but to the world. And in turn, the disciples find their calling to wash the feet of the world. You have returned Mary's gift multiplied beyond measure. Mary's extravagant gift preempts a chain reaction of radical hospitality. From Mary to you, from you to the disciples, from the disciples in that command to love one another, back to the world. And when Judas complains, and you quote scripture back to him, the poor always being with us, why does no one hear you quote Deuteronomy? since there will never cease to be some in need on the earth, says Deuteronomy. And thus hear the second part of that verse that those around you already knew, which says, I therefore command you, open your hand to the poor and needy neighbour in your land. The pouring of perfume, your own foot washing, turns us towards our neighbour. The foot washing of the disciples are turned towards washing the feet of the poor, the oppressed, the disheartened, the downtrodden. Since there will never cease to be some in need on the earth, I therefore command you, open your hand to the poor and needy neighbour in your land. This is the extravagance to which we are called. Thank you for your company today and for travelling with us or letting us travel with you um, throughout Lent. All our activities over the next few weeks are on the website at nkchurch.org.uk or you can receive information in the bulletin which can be posted to you or emailed to you. We have a service of remembrance in the evening of, of Sunday the 3rd of April at 7 o'clock in the sanctuary where we can remember um, in a safe space and with the time that we need, those that we've lost during the pandemic. And then we have our Pam Sunday service on Sunday the 10th in the morning in the sanctuary. We are sharing a communion service on the 3rd to the 14th with the Cross Church in New Calpatrick at 7.30 and then we're sharing a Good Friday service in the Cross Church, with the Cross Church uh, on Friday the 15th. But all that information is on the website and in the bulletin. So let's gather all our activities together, all our concerns, our thoughts and our prayers for others. Let us pray. Loving God, may the world know and live within the extravagant love that is the kingdom that we might live towards Ukraine and Syria and Yemen and Afghanistan with such generosity, towards peace, towards truth, towards justice. For these gifts the world needs, for the folk who are broken and afraid and whose lives have been reduced by someone else's selfish arrogance. Extravagant love towards the least and poorest, so many now below the absolute poverty line. Maybe change the way we do things, to be more generous, measure how we treat the least as a measure of our own morality. Extravagant love towards the refugee of any culture, not just those most like us, yet to all who are homeless, stateless, frightened, trafficked. Extravagant love towards our families and friends, those whom we know are ill physically and mentally, for those anxious about life, worried about jobs and foods and the cost of living. Loving God, not just in our prayers but in our living, may we turn towards those whose feet we are called to wash and whose lives we are called to share. So be it. Amen. Go in peace, and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the common life of the Holy Spirit be with us all, evermore. Amen. <laughs>